everyone. Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm the fly that's flying around James oh, no. Anderson's head right now. Mic, oh, no. Hello, I'm ready to be it's on the podcast. sitting on the ring light. Oh, good. Uh, and I'm Colin Parker, now that we've introduced our guest host. Uh, I'm Colin Parker, your other host on this show. We're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of flies. I mean, un- end of time. So, we are talking about uh, What If Season 1, Episode 1, uh, f- starting at 9 minutes and 5 seconds, and ending at 11 minutes and 0 seconds, right on the dot at those 11 minutes. Here's the synopsis as gleaned from the MCU wiki back Mm -hmm. on its bullshit again (laughs) uh, with that Mm -hmm. single sentence synopsis. Here we go. The triple S. Here it is. Carter ambushes Hydra alone in Berlin, capturing Armin Zola and securing the Tesseract for the allies. Wow. That's a, hey, that's very succinct. That is so succinct. Here's a little bit less succinct. Yes. Uh, I, I noticed this about the organization of how she does this uh, this battle. Okay. And I wrote this. First, she disables the trucks, then the motorcycles, then the soldiers, then Brick, who is a character who gets easily defeated, but definitely does have a name. Um, well, he has uh, one single word of description, but he has the same name as the youngest sibling on the middle, so it counts. That um, is crazy that I, I literally thought to myself, oh, like that kid in, in the middle. Yeah. Who would be like, I'm in what if? Yeah, what if? What if? Love that. I, the middle, I'll <laughs> say it until the day I die, way better show than it had any business being. It was fantastic. I, Colin, I don't know if you are just aware of it in the pop culture zeitgeist. Oh no, Kristen I watched, I watched it for a while. Good. Yeah. It anyways. Um, I felt like it did get to a point where it it should have come to a logical conclusion and they went a little bit longer than that. I think that it did and then I feel personally like the, it did it that a couple around? times and then came back. Mm. It refound a way to do what it was trying to do. Is that is his name Neil Flynn? Is that the actor who's... I think so. The, yeah, the, who's the janitor from Scrubs. Yeah. 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 And then and of the course, wife from uh, Everyone Loves Raymond. Right, right. Uh, and the, the oldest son is, of course... Yes, yeah, Patricia. Yeah. The oldest son is, of course, from the the movie uh, uh, Frozen River, which is, of course, about uh, sneaking immigrants from Canada into America. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. It... Would be wild if you. I mean, it was. It's a good movie, but it's it's definitely not like sitcom, whatever. Right. He's also in an episode of The Office. Anyways, so oh, huh. um, he uh, was at a job fair, and he was a very sarcastic teen, as you do. Um, the quote that I have uh, from this is: After she disables Brick, which we'll get to, uh, <laughs> she takes the 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 tarp off the truck, and there sits. Armin Zola in looking very nice in a matching overcoat and hat fedora set. Um, he says, what? Shaisa. I was just about to say, this is the scene where he just goes, Shaisa, right? Like at the yeah. top of his lungs. Yeah. Um, and then she Good says, shit. exactly. Now, mm-hmm. I would have been fine with just a, what? Um, that would have been fine for me. Saying shit in German, though, is fun because it means that on the cartoon, you can say, you know, a curse word, and 
you have to know German to know you right, don't know what, what a crumpet saying. is to understand cricket. Right, exactly. Hey, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a that's a ref that I like. You know, uh, as a quick question though about that. Is that also a thing uh, a snafu? It was in an episode that we covered. Mm-hmm. Where they lowercased it, right? What was that? What was that in? What what show was that? Uh, that was a, an episode of a, an episode title for Agent Carter. You're okay. That's it's right. Snafu, yeah, yeah. but they but made they, it a instead of an initialism, just a word. Right, just a word. But like, if you know what it means, case, then you exactly. know. Like yeah. I wait. If you know, I Y K Y K Y K yeah yeah Y two K. Um. L I Y two K I Y two K two. Yeah. So now it's just a formula. Exactly. Right? It's yeah, exactly. Um iodine yttrium yttrium. All right. So um I counted how many people she defeats, how many soldiers she defeats. It's at least 33. Um wow. this isn't accounting for people in the first truck. Well, we'll get to it in a sec, but yep. of all the people we see her knock out, uh it's a it's I counted up to 33. Um so efficient. Then I uh, wrote down three um, key points of like, that was awesome. Okay. So here they are. Uh, sh- the first thing, that, well, the first thing that happens when she's on the ground is that she uh, basically charges at the, the lead truck. And I didn't know what to call this. And maybe you can help me. She like, is it like, is that a supine? It's like a wrestling move where she like takes the truck and like throws yeah. like, like arches her back backwards and tosses the truck over I'm her. I'm pretty sure that's what that's called. Yeah. Um, um she does that to the first truck. Uh then the next thing that I said uh that I noted was uh she grabs a motorcycle with one hand and throws it into another motorcycle to blow that motorcycle up, uh, which was badass. Yeah. And then uh, the third thing is she defeats this big bruising, uh, you know, Aryan, ma- you know, Ubermensch uh, named Brick with three punches, uh, one to the knee, one to the stomach, and one to the back of the head. Uh, it does crack the ground when she makes him hit the floor. Um, and uh, he makes the most Disney face I've ever seen in a Marvel property when she punches him in the gut. And he goes, ooh, and he looks exactly like Gaston getting like, yep. like yeah, yeah, punched yeah. in the face. Um, and then before I ask you sort of if you had any thoughts about this scene or whatever, uh, there are four lines that she says yep. that make me feel like they originally, she originally recorded these lines for some sort of video game or uh, action figure. Okay. Because she says, uh, when she does the truck supine thing, she says, that was brilliant. Let's give it another go. I'm like, that's like you do your power move and she says that, or she like at the end of a cutscene or whatever. Then she says, Are you seeing this to no one? There's no one she there's no one she's talking to. Is she, she Are you seeing this? Hmm. Do they not have like radios on them? I mean, in this? I can't imagine they have like, like ear comms. Yeah, but I mean like surely Stark is somehow Maybe. But that right. still also felt like a video game. Like you pull the cord yeah. and it says the first one. You pull the cord again, it says the second one. You know, there's a snake in my boot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Then uh, after she blows up something, she says, <gasps> I'm usually a bit more covert, which feels like the third string pull. And then yeah. uh, when she looks at her, she does something awesome with her shield. 
And she says, where have you been all my life? Which also feels like a cord pull line. Like all of those feel like the new talking Peggy, Car- the talking Captain yeah. Carter. <laughs> that was brilliant. Let's give it another go. Right. Anyways. By the way, what? sorry, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Suplex. Suplex. I said I supine. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you said supine. And I was like, I was like, yeah, that's it. And then I kept yeah. going, no, that yeah. can't suplex. be right. That's suplex. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Colin, what did you have any thoughts or impressions about this scene? Yeah, no, I I like it a lot because um, it does make me think about something that like I know that I had mentioned this to you once before, and like I was, I, I realized that the first time I ever brought this topic up, I had not necessarily misstepped, but I had kind of left some important information off of it. Uh, but my whole thing was to you at one point about how like. Captain Carter from the get-go had no issue with basically, I mean, like, she does knock some people out, but there's for sure people that she just immediately killed. Oh, absolutely. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Did uh, I push back on you on that? Well, I think it's, I, I had said, what happened was I had said it, and I had sort of implied, I think, on accident that Steve Rogers did not do the same thing. Um, but it was, it was again, it was just a, a mis, misinformation, not misinformation. Uh, I wonder if I remember, is, did I get into the semantics of murder? I feel like I did. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got into yeah. the semantics of murder. Because it, it, what happened was I didn't say that uh, she killed someone. I said she murdered people. Right. Right. And like that was, you know, so I was like trying to be funny about it. But then you were like, murder? Is yeah. it murder? And I was like, I mean, I guess killing someone is still murder. But, you know, I'm just sometimes. I'm fun to talk to. Do, do, you are. Do. You are. I had a good time. Like, hey, it was, Colin, do you know what assault is? It's not what you think it is. Yeah. Click, click for that. You'll be fine. You'll be, uh, this one weird thing about assault might surprise you. James is the most, uh, intricate cord pull <laughs> doll in America <laughs> because it never cycles back. It just keeps giving you new pieces of information. Uh, and sometimes it just challenges your thoughts. Like instead of being like, uh, we see everything, right? To yeah. Sid. Yeah. Uh, so play nice, right? Yeah. You're like, haha, Captain Carter murdered that man. Did she murder or did she kill? Let's talk <laughs> about the ethics of murder versus kill. Um, no, okay, so yes, she kills, not murders. But like I think about this a lot, right, with even <laughs> past Captain America one, right? Cause like obviously sure. in war, that is the situation. Sure. A lot of the times war is, you know, quite frankly, kill or be killed. Sure. Um, whether you kind of believe in everything or not, once you're there, like, again, it is, it's some of it is survival. Uh, and then some of it is just, you know, this is your duty. This is what you're being tasked to do. Yeah. Um, and you know, in this, type of scenario right like the people in question truly are fucking terrible awful you know evil people um uh, i mean yeah. i mean, I, mean pro- I would probably. i would argue that or at least at the very least they're not standing up to the kind of evil people in power and right. they're just sort of well i was gonna yeah. say like i i like i'm not gonna be a sympathizer whatsoever sure right? i also understand that things like you know, Star Wars and stuff like that have like brought up a good point about how sometimes people are constricted into wars and they do not want to be and they right. have to fight for a side yep. they don't agree with. But like it is the only way that they might survive. You know what I mean? And that uh, also happens in in like real life. Oh yeah. Well yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah but I mean okay, like sorry, I'm yeah, using fiction here right, in, right, right, in this right, instance. Right, right. Because I'm saying 
like I'm not going to sympathize whatsoever with that side at all right now sure. um because I mean wherever uh especially because certain mentalities of that group continue to come back and it's like you know it's a real right. issue there uh so like it never truly died or anything like that but like I'm going to say specifically for Hydra since it's a fictional thing I'm going to say that you know I feel firm and confident that Hydra itself was definitely never a constrictive thing. I think thing. that the um, first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is a very interesting example of what you're talking about yeah. with with the recruiting like poor, not homeless, but sort of like runaways right. to be in this evil And using gang. that stuff against them. You yeah. Know, yeah. Like their, their issues with their families and stuff like that. And like, so like they really give them all these cool things and these promises and the more that they do it, the more that they're like, oh, well, I kind of want to like keep it going. So like, yeah. how do I contribute? Then you know, things like that, you know? And like, um, like there's a movie Valkyrie about the attempt by Nazi officers to kill Hitler. Yeah. Like where it's like, you're not, I know, I, I see, I understand that you're trying not to say like, there's good people on both sides. I understand. I totally, totally get because, that. Because like, listen, I, I get that there is, pro I would say probably for every thousand, maybe there was one. Right. And it's, yeah, few and far between. And, but, you know, in terms of scope, you can tell anyone's story and make them sympathetic. Yeah. Moving backwards a bit. Yeah. To she does kill a whole bunch kill. of people, though. Yeah, she yeah. does. And the thing is, like, for example, I think about this all the time about how, like, sure, in war, you're obviously going to kill. But, like, there are times where even beyond that, Steve Rogers has definitely fucking killed people. And like he thinks that he's just like knocking people out or whatever, because you know he stops using a gun, right? Like he uses it very briefly against some Hydra folks or whatever, in not Hydra, um, some um, I'm so sorry, some like Shield operatives that have been, right, mentally like taken over by Loki, right? No, but like you know, so he does use a gun very briefly because that's he loses his shield for a moment, yeah, and so he's like, this is the only thing I can actually use from here. Right. Um, and he's like used to it. Right. But like, I think frequently about the boat fight against like Batroc and stuff like that and his forces in Captain America too. Right. Okay. There is yep. a moment where he's fighting, you know, these goons on the, on the like deck and stuff like that. And he turns to a guy who's coming at him and like standing up straight, picks his leg up and puts like boot to chest of a guy coming at him. And the guy goes flying backwards, smashes into a railing, and then goes over it. Yeah. And I'm thinking that even if Steve pulls his punches a little bit, right. with the with the weight of that and how fast that man went backwards, there is no way that his spine was not shattered before right. he was dropped into the water and definitely would have drowned, right? Right. It's things like that. And like people aren't sitting there usually in most of those scenes then going like, Oh, you know, my side. Oh, I've been punched. Like it, people are like down. And I think I'm not about, dead. I'm just very, very badly burned. Right. It's it. I feel like the way he hits. And I guess mm -hmm. at this point also the way she hits, people are sometimes probably jellyified or jellified right. or whatever you want to call it. Goofy, on their sure. insides. Yeah. They are probably hit once and their entire internal system is gone, yeah. basically. Yeah. And like, I think that we pretend that he's just knocking people out, but I do think that frequently his fists are weapons of sure. 
you know, of a like giant proportion. And the same thing happens here. The very first thing she does is she takes out that one motorcycle, right? Right. And she does that also from so far away. Right. Uh, and the way that based on a, how fast they were going and how quickly they like slammed into that ground, those two dead, you know what I mean? Like, so first, like off, off rip, we just, the first thing that we see of captain Carter is her taking the lives of two people. Right. I don't have an issue with it. I'm just saying she does it a lot. I mean, like it's, it's, it's a different look from when she's trying to like shoot Kruger or shoot yes. like the getaway car. She shoots the driver of the car and that crashes the car and whatever. Right. It's a different look because it's establishing engagement as opposed to trying to pick off someone that has some, you know, has the super soldier serum and stuff like that. Which is, you know, then Damn puts right. the whole sort of glib comment stuff into a weird place. Right. For her to be like, cool, killed four people. Are Let's do that this? again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Are you seeing this? Yeah. Do you see how quickly the the life left their eyeballs? You know what I mean? And then, and if you, if I may, uh, yeah. once again, return to something that when we when we finally get there, we'll have nothing left to say. In Captain America: The Winter Soldier, you know, U.S. agent killing that guy is horrifying and brutal and bloody and whatever. But like. You know, to your point. How different is it? Yeah. I mean, it, I, it is, listen, it is different. It is, yeah. But it's not as different. It's not like, you know, oh, I don't, you know, I only punch people. Like, this is, and I, uh-huh. I think you, to say nothing of, like, brain damage from sustaining a concussion. Like, you're not even talking about that. Like, it's oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Oh, for sure. Some of those guys yeah. lived, but also, like, at right. what cost almost, right. you know? You smashed the concrete with a guy's face. Now... Yes. He, you broke... You've punched through his knee. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Told, and, like, you know, then you get the justification of, like, well, but if I hadn't, you know, like, it was him or me. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. Right. It's just, like... And that's where that's where the killing versus murder thing comes in because it's right. like, you know, in in war, different type of premeditated all this stuff, in a way. right? Exactly. So it's like, but it's you know, and that's where pacifism comes in, and all you know, and all this. It also stuff. is protecting other people's lives, right? Like sure. the other thing to consider is that, like, you know, every time she takes out some of these folks, those are the lives of people who don't have super soldier serum that would right. you know have to go up against these people and fire at them or citizens who you know would sure. be at there i mean like think of you know tonesburg right sure. if she had been there would the would all of the people of tonesburg been you know destroyed now i ain't gonna lie to you the boys done and messed up they went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show let's get back on track shall we tangents I don't know what the hell we last talked about. All right. Hey, so I just have like two, two real quick things. Okay. Yeah. Let's get to it. Uh, so brick is played is voiced by a guy named Isaac Robinson Smith. The only thing I found geek comic book related wise was that he did some voices like random voices in the Marvel's Avengers video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then secondly, secondarily, uh, so captain Carter starts off on this famous Berlin landmark, the Brandenburg gate. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this seems purposeful. 
so I looked up what's going on here. So it's a it's a it's a monument in the middle of Berlin mm-hmm. uh, from the 17th century, but on top of it is a sculpture by Johann Gottfried Schadow of a quadria, quadriga, uh, which is a chariot drawn by four horses, and atop that, or you know, driven by Victoria, the Roman goddess of victory. Hmm. Queen Victoria? No. The oh. Roman goddess of victory. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, Just, you know, like, oh, you what's up, saying, yeah, Other names that are the same thing. Um, <laughs> so, and then secondly, uh, when the Nazis ascended to power, they used the gate as a party symbol. So having hmm. Captain Carter standing atop this Nazi symbol next to the the goddess of victory and then raining hellfire down on these Nazis tight. is some of the most badass architectural symbolism, like allegorical stuff that I've seen in a long time. So, um, that's some good shit. Yeah. Uh, I cut so much about like Brandenburg gate stuff that I was like, James, the thing is victory and Nazi symbol. And she is astride it at the beginning when she starts taking out these. Right. Anyways. So that's all I had, uh, for this scene. It's an intense one, uh, but a really good one. And it's also weirdly cartoony at times, which is wild to say. Um, yeah. But uh, that's all I have. If you want to take us to some social media, take your time with it, though. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's Listen. see. Listen. <laughs> Maybe the Patreon. Ooh, yeah, that's what I was going to do. Yeah. Hey, folks, we've got a Patreon. Uh, that's patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Uh, for $2 or more per month, you get access to all of the bonus content. From all of the shows participating um, over there, uh, you've got some fun little stuff going on over there. And like, honestly, at this point, a couple of years worth of content to get mm-hmm. through. Uh, you've got a bonus episode of this show that's also an actual play podcast. Yes. Uh, there's also some bloopers from when we did the uh, commercial or the trailer, rather, yeah. for this uh, podcast, which I think at some point, James, will probably be making an- another ad, we actually. Should, yeah, probably should. Um, yeah. So, uh, yes, yeah, so that'll be exciting. Um, and then also there's other bonus content, like uh, during the summer last year, I did a couple couple episodes of a little series that I called Rude Boy Summer, which was just sort of like a uh, specific to Patreon podcast all about, uh, you know, looking at some ska music. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what other kind of bonus content do we have on there? There's um, some bonus content that is the lost years and as of the fast food files and also of It Jams for Thee, doing a chicken sandwich saga type video while they were all together. Yeah. Um, there is bonus content of um, Aaron and Morgan and I getting on a Zoom call before we did a live stream together where um, I had secretly sent to all of us a button, um, like an enamel pin f- that was a piece of merchandise from the thing that we were streaming uh, and I mean, it's, it's pretty short, but it's very cute in my opinion, cause it's about dogs and hearts and hmm. stuff like that. And it was, uh, just very like endearing for us because it was the dog that we got in the game. Gotcha. Um, and so like, that's why we were all like so stoked about it. So, you know, I mean, that's just honestly, that's just the tip of the iceberg here. Um, so there are so many more things over there from myth takes to spooky spouses 
to uh, Blink and You'll Miss It. All sorts of good, good bonus material. Absolutely. So one last time, patreon.com slash the scavengers network. And with that, we are done and out of here for the time being. Oh, yeah. That was an easy um, one. Until the next episode when we come immediately right back. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us here on Timeline Scavengers. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. Excelsior. Or what? Ooh, excelsa. <laughs> The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.